0: Clear is a faster way in the Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's.
1: Dono dumps in wide. First one back in Reamstock. He's been awfully good tonight for Washington. It's the pass ahead. His will dump in with 335 left. Centering try. On through to Carlson. His shot. Tipped in the left post. They score! Tipped by Garnet Hathaway. The Capitals have broken with 3.30 to go. Hathaway makes it one. Nothing. Washington. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals strike late to take down the Kings. Garnet Hathaway with another two-goal game and three points out of four in Southern California. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, November 18th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One arena. It was not a game filled with offense, but the Capitals, with timely scoring late, two goals from Garnet Hathaway, one of which went into an empty net. And Ben, for all of the struggles that the Capitals have had in terms of manpower, what a stretch in Southern California as the Capitals take three points out of four and eke out a 2-0 win over Jonathan Quick and the L.A. Kings last night.
0: Yeah, it wasn't always the easiest watch last night in L.A., but credit the Capitals sticking with it and winning a low-scoring, grinded-out affair over a defensively stingy, L.A. Kings team that doesn't give you a whole lot, but credit Garnet Hathaway, secondary scoring coming through once again. He has been on some kind of hot streak of late, which is so valuable, especially when you consider who's not been in the lineup and the need for others to step up offensively and his eventual game winning goal. I would say almost like a typical Garnet Hathaway type play, a goal mouse scramble in close battling for positioning atop the crease and good on Garnet Hathaway coming up with the game winner, sealing it with the empty netter late in regulation. He's up to five goals and six points in his last four games overall, certainly doing some heavy lifting and contributing. Nice to see from Garnet Hathaway of late.
1: Garnet Hathaways show does win it late. The goal came at 1630. That broke the scoreless tie and then the empty netter to finish it off. And Ben, you mentioned the five goals. He's one away from tying his total from all of last season. So as the Capitals have been in desperate need of secondary scoring these last few weeks, I don't think there's anybody in the lineup that's done it better than he has.
0: Yeah, coming up big and big goals as well. A couple of game winners. He has the game winner now in two consecutive games and the all-around game as well. What Garnet Hathaway brings, the physicality and the defensive savviness. You know, when we see him normally on his usual line with Haglin and Nick Dow taking care of the shutdown role at Key Cog on a penalty kill unit, which has now killed off 14 consecutive penalties. So credit Garnet Hathaway finding the back of the net now, just adding to the workload a little bit. And, you know, Laviolette also noting last night after the win that Garnet Hathaway the way was playing well at the start of the year and now nice to see him finding the back of the net with consistency here.
1: You know, that that's not necessarily the, the factor that determines it for me. So I thought he was playing good hockey, but with the amount of offense that is out of the lineup right now to have him contributing the way he is, is, is really important. And so he's, I think he's, you know, he skates well, he handles the puck well, he shoots it hard. He goes to the net, he goes to the hard areas. Uh, there's no reason why he shouldn't score goals. So it's nice to see him get rewarded for doing the work. And Ben, the line blender from head coach Peter Laviolette last night coming out, we saw some different combinations at the beginning. We saw some changes even during the course of the game. And a lot of that just due to the fact that you're trying to find what works when you're down five forwards. And I thought they did the best that they could with what they had to work with last night.
0: Yeah, and playing the second half of back-to-backs as well and trying to spread the minutes around to an extent. And you know what, John, the other thing, too, with the line blender and the, the line juggling the, the kids, the rookies who have been in the lineup, they don't look out of place. You, you can give them different opportunities. You could play them with different players in some cases because there's so few veterans available. You've got youngsters playing with other youngsters, other rookies playing with each other. And really the the fact that they could go on the road and win a grinded-out game like that. They're not defensive liabilities, those rookies, when they're out there on the ice. You don't have to shelter them. At least it doesn't seem like they've been sheltered to an extent. The options to do so have been limited, but players being trusted in, in different situations. We saw it the other night in the three-on-three overtime when Protus was out there and Garrett Pilon was out there. And the young players, that they're seeing their ice time. They're getting their minutes. Axel Janssen-Fialbi in a top-six role as well to start last night. It's an encouraging sign in that regard. They're, they're being used in different situations situations with different linemates.
1: Great work last night from Ilya Samsonov. His second shutout of the season, dueling with one of the best to ever play the game in Jonathan Quick. 34 saves in earning the whitewash and a heck of a statement game from him, Ben, in the back half at two and two. I think that was probably Ilya's best game of the year last night.
0: I agree. I was about to say, I think arguably the best we've seen from him this season, certainly. And in a game when he had to be sharp, given what was at the other end with Jonathan Quick and Again, the second half of back-to-backs for the Capitals, and you knew it was going to be a low-scoring affair. We knew Elias Samsonov would have to be sharp, and he was. The rebound control was good, and came up with a couple of big saves in particular that come to mind in the second period off LA's Trevor Moore when the game was scoreless. So good on Samsonov. He hadn't played since last Friday in Columbus. So good on him to have the nice response and a nice win shutout performance. And we'll see where it goes from here. The back-to-backs coming up, but then again, we're looking for one of these. Guys, to take that position and perhaps run with it for a few games consecutively. Almost feels like nitpicking when the team is facing so many manpower issues,
1: especially up front right now. But the power play last night, 0 for 2, and the struggle on the road with a man advantage is real. The Capitals now 1 for 17 away from Capital One Arena this season when up a man. That is still an area that needs to be cleaned up. It's not something that costs them the game last night. They end up getting the two points, but would like to see a little bit more of the big line guys come through on the man advantage.
0: Yeah, I agree. And a a missed opportunity, especially when you consider when the power plays came up last night, specifically in the third period scoreless game an opportunity on the road in the third to take advantage with your power play unit. And although Ovechkin had a one-timer look from his office and Kuznetsov had a look in close on a spinorama move. Otherwise it, it took them a while to really get going, get settled on that power play in big picture. When you talk about the one for 17 on the road, Probably where you really miss Nick Backstrom to, to settle things down and get things going and quarterback that power play as he does so effectively, has done so effectively over the years from the half wall. Then you throw in the absence of TJ Oshie doesn't help matters. I think that's probably where the the personnel, you're really missing the, the key cogs on that uh, on that number one power play unit, especially. And the uh, the opportunities haven't been there. One for 17, 17 power play chances in eight road games. And they're not getting a lot of looks and uh, a lot of opportunities either.
1: So looking ahead to San Jose, the trip now is half over. Another back-to-back coming up this weekend, and this one is tougher in terms of geography. San Jose Saturday, and then Seattle Sunday at 10.30 start Saturday. Nine o'clock will be the start with a Kraken at Climate Pledge Arena in downtown Seattle. And Ben, we'll maybe know a little bit more, not today, but tomorrow as the Capitals back at practice Friday in San Jose, where we might learn a little bit more about the status of Nick Dowd and TJ Oshi. It is possible that the Caps get a little bit of help this weekend in terms of that manpower.
0: Yeah, that would be a welcome boost, certainly, as well as the uh the call-ups and the rookies have played. You certainly would welcome Dowd and Oshi back. I think the, the encouraging sign is that both are on the road, both have been skating individually. And even the other day, the morning skate in Anaheim, they both took part, uh Dowd and Oshi. And according to our colleague Samantha Pell, it was at the morning skate. The thought was that Oshi particularly looked to be ramping it up and intensifying and and the speed and the conditioning appeared to be there with a game on Sunday against the Seattle Kraken, you know, the Washington native. We know that's a game he's had circled. He said before the season began, there was going to be family at that game to see him play. I'm sure it's one he would very much look forward to making his return for, if not as soon as Saturday in San Jose. Certainly that's something that bears watching. And regarding Nick Dowd, again, it's not thought to be a long-term ailment. But as we saw a couple of weeks ago when he came back and aggravated an injury, I know this is different, but I've said it before with Nick Dowd. I think given his value too, lower down the depth chart, uh, you want to go the cautious route, but encouraging nonetheless that he's been on the ice and skating and inching closer towards a return. We'll find out a lot more tomorrow when they have the team practice, if they take part.
1: It's the Capitals and the San Jose Sharks, Saturday at 10.30, network airtime at 10.15, extended pregame show exclusively here on Caps Radio 24-7. Starts at 4 o'clock. Ben, have yourself a good Thursday. Happy Thursday, John.
0: For the latest on the Capitals
1: and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.